Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. Hi guys. How are you guys? How's February working out for you? I've been enjoying a little bit more going out and walking and reconnecting with my love of nature and exercising and moving my body more. This year, I realized that I kind of miss being as active as I once was when I started coaching. And I'm okay with the fact that I put my blinders on to build my business up, but now I get to like loosen up a little bit. So I am literally enjoying spending more time in nature and working out more and looking forward to start running again and doing all the things. So that's me, but what about you? What's going on with you? We'd love to hear from you always. You can always reach out to me at brig at brigjohnson.com. Love to hear your comments, what's going on. So today I want to talk about how we tell our story. So last month I kind of did a series impromptu, didn't plan on it. But next thing you knew, I talked about goals all month. I want to talk about our relationships this month. But the main relationship I want to talk about is the one that's the most important, the relationship we have with ourselves. And I want to start out by talking about the power of our story. I believe we have our relationship in three phases, who we are now, our relationship with ourselves of who we tell ourselves we were, our past, and our relationship with our future self of where we're going. But today I really want to talk about the story that we have about our past, what we make it mean about us. And are you a heroine or are you the shero of your story? Listen, guys, I don't care what my story is in the past. I'm always going to tell it to myself as if I'm the Shiro, because the story is the optional part, right? So let me give you a quick tip. If you're telling your story of something that happened to you in your past, you know, that thing that you really kind of don't want anybody to know about, that you feel it kind of like you feel it in your stomach, like, ooh, these people know me or this story or something that happened. The way you know that you're telling your story, that you can go in and look at that and impact and unpack, not impact, but unpack the impact of how you tell your story is how you feel. It always goes to that F line, right? If you're feeling shame, inadequate, or not enough, not good enough, not smart enough, not any of those enoughness, then nine times out of 10, we need to look at that story. What is it that you're telling to yourself about you? What are you making that story mean about you? And how is that serving you? 
Because here's the deal. If you're making a story mean that you were stupid, that you were desperate, that you were misaligned, that you were used, that you were taken advantage of, then that story in and of itself doesn't help you. And I want to show you how that is. Because if we have a story that we then makes it mean that I am this, then whatever that is, I am or I was, then we stay trapped in the story. That has implications for what we want to do in the future as far as building our future. Because every time we create a story where we did something wrong or we can't trust ourselves, we little by little take away our self-integrity, our self-trust. So the next time we want to go do something big, and remember, we're high achieving women, right? So the next time we want to go do something big, have that goal, reach that goal, we don't have the self-trust because we didn't cultivate it. We didn't cultivate it because we're still believing the story as if what we're saying is true. This is what I want you to do. I want you to take a minute, minute, whatever the story is, whatever the issue, whatever the thing in the past that you're kind of like, mm, I wish that hadn't happened. That shouldn't have happened the way it did or anything about that. I want you to first take a pencil and paper out and separate what actually happened, the facts from the story. The facts are they said this, they did this, this happened and the story that you make it mean. The story is optional, but we actually believe our stories as something that our eyes see it and therefore it's true. We think we are observing something and we're just reporting the news. But actually what our eyes see is always interpreted by our brain. And our brain then gives us our back perspective, feeds in our past, our stories, our history in it, and then brings it out. And then it's an interpretation. How I know that is because two people can see the exact same thing at the exact same moment and come up with two different interpretations of that thing, right? So therefore, your story isn't actually what you see, even though you're believing it you're believing in, that means I made the wrong decision. You're believing that I should have waited longer. You're believing that I made the wrong decision. I was desperate. I was stupid. That was crazy. I rushed it. All of those things. You're believing that, but that's the story. You can totally change the way you're looking at it and your interpretation of it. When we look at it this way, it puts us in victim mode. Something happened to us that shouldn't have. Something happened to us and we had no control. And yes, there are a lot of things that people do to us that we have no control of. I totally get that. But then there is our agency or our authority of what we're going to make that mean about us that we tend to not grab onto. We have the authority to make that mean anything we want to make it mean. And it's not necessarily our default story that comes in because you got to remember our brain doesn't want us to get out the cave. So our brain will tell us, our lower brain will tell us a version of the story that keeps us 
afraid, that keeps us scared, that keeps us in scarcity and tells us we were wrong. It's so much easier for us to believe that we were wrong. And it keeps us in the cave, on the floor, with the fire, with the rock as our pillow, right? Because our brain doesn't want us to like evolve to our highest self. That's not what it wants. Remember, go back to your brain is fucking with you, that episode. Now, I'm not saying that you wouldn't make this decision again, knowing that you have some data now that you didn't have earlier. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's never fair for us having information that we have now and going back to our 5, 10, 15, even one day earlier version of ourselves. And now that we have more information going back and going, see, I told you you were wrong. That's not fair. Like we're actually being our own bully. It's never fair for us to bulldoze over our former self with decisions that we made, with the information that we had in the mindset that we were in. We always do our best. That's what I tell myself. No matter if the decision put me in an outcome that I wanted or not, I made the best decision with what I had at that time. I'm grateful that I was able to make a decision. I took a risk. I'm grateful for that. Remember, I'm always excited about me being in the arena. I always am the Shiro because I'm in arena. I'm not on the stands. I'm not heckling from the stands saying, you should have done this. This is this. And I can't believe you did that. You made a mistake and you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not in the stands judging other people. I'm in the arena fighting. Sometimes I may get my ass knocked down, but I jump back up. I'm in the arena. I'm always the Shiro because I'm taking a risk. Like we think the outcome determines what that means about us. The outcome is just the outcome. You get to decide what that means about you, whether or not you like the outcome or not. That is yours. That's the way you frame your story. But we think if the outcome didn't turn out the way we want, then we have to beat ourselves up. And then our lower brain is like, that didn't feel good. So let's not do that again. Let's stay in the cave. Here's the problem. Again, it erodes your self-integrity. So the next time it's time to make a goal, you don't even want to write it down. You don't even want to commit all the way to it. The reason why is because you don't want to feel the feeling that you feel when you don't have the outcome that you want. Well, guess what produces that feeling? You do, queen, by the way you tell the story to yourself. And if you have a habit of telling yourself the story where you are victimized and you bully yourself for making the wrong decision as if there was a wrong decision, and you victimize yourself and weaponize what you know now against the earlier version of yourself, and you use that as a weapon, no wonder you don't want to make a bigger decision or a bigger goal earlier because you haven't developed self-trust. You haven't said, you know what? I actually make good decisions. Did you know that you can say you make good decisions regardless of the outcome? Because the outcome doesn't really determine whether or not it was a good decision. You could fail and learn a lot and make that a good decision. At least I started moving. Now I know what doesn't work. I'm glad I gave myself the opportunity to love. It didn't work out, but I'm so glad I took the risk. Now I know even more what it is I want in a mate. 
I'm glad I went for the job. I didn't get it, but I understood the process now. Now I understand even more how I can show up, how I can better prepare for it. You can always present it to yourself, not pie in the sky, unicorn, Shiro, but actually you did that. Like actually be your Shiro. The outcome never matters, queen. We get to talk to ourselves in an uplifting way regardless. But here's the deal. If your brain knows that you're going to beat itself up and you're going to feel terrible if you don't get the outcome, then guess what? You've created a lot of resistance to you going all in because your lower brain knows at the end of this may be disappointment. That's why you don't want to write it down. That's why you don't want to commit or go all in because I may be disappointed. But the only reason why you're going to be disappointed is because of the way you present it to yourself, the story that you tell yourself. And you have complete control over that. You get to decide that. It's totally optional. Listen, we have to protect our past version. We have to protect that. Because our past version develops our self-trust. And if we don't protect our past version, we never really grow into our full potential of our future version because it's our past that sets us up. So if we're not telling ourselves, you know what? You did all right. Thank you for putting me right here. Thank you for those lessons. I understand it now. I see why that had to cause me pain because if not, I wouldn't have understood the importance of it. I am so grateful. Thank you. Have you got to a point where you've said thank you? Not that you would do it again, not that you wanted it to happen, but you can still say thank you and show up as your Shiro. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to be humiliated. You don't have to think you were stupid. You were dumb. You were desperate. You get to say, I was a human having a human experience. I took a risk. And although I didn't get the outcome I wanted, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. If you want to show up for the big things in your future, you have to present it as if you've already showed up for the big things in your past. Ask yourself, what's the facts versus what's the story? And if at any point you're thinking this shouldn't have happened, I want you to think about that. We spend so much time arguing with the past that shouldn't have happened. There's no way of escaping that. You're losing every time because there's no way, no matter how many times you bring it up and relook at it and toil with it, the past is still the past. You can't go back and change it. So you're presenting yourself with a losing argument and you lose 100% of the time. I love that teaching from Byron Katie. When you argue with the past, you lose, but only 100% of the time. So instead of saying it shouldn't have happened, how about we say, let me find the reasons that I can choose to have this work for me. There's always something. I promise you. It was a lesson. You can see how you showed up. Did you take risk? What did you do that you were actually impressed with? You can find those if you slow down and not take the default story that you have, but actually design your story. You can design your story so you are a shero all the time. 
How did you doing that hook yourself up for now? What did you learn? How did that set you up for an even better future? I remember I was coaching a client and she talked about a past partnership that she had. She presented it to herself in a way that I made such a terrible mistake because it was such a terrible situation for her. And she was looking at creating another partnership. And she was so afraid because her story was, I've done this before and it didn't work. But when I started asking her all the things, that partnership introduced her to most of her clients now that she had. It introduced her to a way of developing ideas that she has now. It actually produced over $1 million worth of revenue for her. So I was like, Queen, I don't know about you, but I think that that was actually a win. I actually told her, I said, I think you should probably just send that person some flowers. Right. But when we automatically think what we did was wrong, we don't see what was right about it. We miss all of the right because all we're seeing is wrong. Remember the episode of Fetch, what we ask our brain to give us, it's going to give it to us. So if you're thinking your decision was wrong, all you're going to get back is wrong. It's going to fetch it and it's going to bring it back to you. But she was missing all of the blessings from that business relationship all the growth opportunities, what she learned and how she's applying it. She was like, oh, I do make great decisions. And with that, she dropped that story and was able to go into her next partnership. And now she's making even more money. We get to decide by asking questions how we want to present it. What are all the ways what you did was right? What was the obstacles did you learn from? What did you overcome? How is what you did actually working for you? You get to cultivate your Shiro. You get to cultivate and choose your story in a way that's empowering, even your past. And when we tell our story in a way that our past is like, oh, I get to be the Shiro, then you start developing self-trust. And that self-trust is what you're going to need to fuel you for your future self, for when it's time to take even more risks. But if you have a story about yourself that I never show up for myself, I don't make good decision, I'm bad at this, I don't do this, then when it's time to show up again, there's going to be so much resistance. Please do this exercise. Please look and unpack your stories. How are you labeling that divorce, that breakup, that job loss? How are you labeling it? How are you labeling the loss of that relationship, that friendship? How are you labeling how you showed up in your kids as a parent? How are you labeling all of this? How are you labeling your past attempts and other attempts at losing weight, of starting a business? What is your story? And if your story doesn't make you feel empowered, If you feel less than, shame, embarrassed, go unpack that, separating the facts from the story and see where you are not giving yourself credit. What are you missing out by concentrating so much on what you did wrong and not seeing all the right, how you're actually moving even closer to your goal? I promise you it's there, queen. We get to cultivate our self-integrity our self-trust. It doesn't just happen. We have to cultivate it. You get to do this. Do this exercise.
let me know. And again, I know on last episode, I talked about how I wanted us to be a community and how I enjoy talking to you guys and how I wanted us to have community Zoom calls where we have question and answer and we come together and coach on the specific topics that we're talking about. So I left it open for January and I asked that you guys give me a review and then tag me on it, post it on social media and tag me on it, either through IG or Facebook, Johnson Brig on IG and Brig Johnson Coaching on Facebook and let me know. And when I do, then I'll see it and I'll send you the link to our Zoom call, our shared community Zoom call. This is something I want to do on a regular basis. So do that for me. Give me a review, tag me in it, and I'll invite you to our next discussion. We can ask questions, we can coach, and just have a good time. Have our community. And if you've done it already and I, and I missed you by some chance and you didn't get the invite, please email me at brig at brigjohnson.com. Again, it's brig at brigjohnson.com. Send me an email said, hey, <laughs> y'all know I'm not the best at technology, but hey, I tagged you and I didn't get my link and I will definitely invite you and send you the link. I hope this helped. Cultivate the way you look at yourself. What you're seeing isn't actually what you're seeing. What you're seeing is a story about yourself. You have influence on the story. It doesn't have to be the default. It doesn't have to mean you were wrong. You get to create and cultivate you being the Shiro always, regardless of the outcome, independent of the outcome. And that's how we move forward because we start developing self trust. I hope this helped and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to take thought work even deeper with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to brickjohnson.com to schedule your own personal breakthrough call. 30 minutes, we'll see if working together is a great fit. BrickJohnson.com. B-R-I-G-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. See you next time.